The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Singing the Buffalo Blues. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere chewing the rag as we know these takes these hot takes we're about to serve up are finger licking good coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and fantastically powerful microphones of fsr emanating live from the whittle as we whittle the overnight hours down we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, coming from just down the road from Niagara Falls, where the Buffalo Roam and don't win. Well, they were trying to win. We assume plausibly they were trying to win. 
But that was the scene for Monday Night Football in Western New York, where Russell Wilson, the rotting carcass of Russell Wilson, the Denver Broncos, a team that gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. And they were apparently trying to tackle, although they weren't in that game. Uh, Broncos traveling road circus heading into Western New York for a date with Josh Allen and the Bills. Surely the Bills were going to eat that cupcake and enjoy a nice, easy win. And we saw the Fox refugees, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, who sold out for the money. They were there hanging out, broadcasting the game. Now, if you saw it, you know what happened. But maybe not. Maybe you were not watching. Fumble! Interception. An interception here, a fumble there, a well-timed penalty over there. And in the end, Will Lutz, he's not a putz. Will Lutz getting it done. He had a do-over. He got a mulligan because the Bills couldn't even have the right number of players on the field for the game-winning field goal attempt. He had missed the initial kick, and then a 36-yard field goal as time expired was good. So Denver wins their third straight. They rally back after giving up a late touchdown. They had also two extra points that were botched, the Broncos, which is why they were down by one. But they end up getting the victory their third consecutive win, and the Broncos are in that logjam of teams in the AFC where you don't think any of them are really playoff teams, but if a team ahead of them falls down, uh, then they will be in position to climb back up. But the Bills had three fumbles, two interceptions, five penalties. The most egregious one at the end, though, the 12 men on the field, although you could argue the pass interference penalty, which set up, a very makeable field goal also on that list. The better story is in the losing locker room, so that is where we will go. We'll start out on the side where the Buffalo play, and uh, let us discuss the question. All right, The question is, who gets to wear the shame bell for the Buffalo Bills as they lose to a bad Denver team on their home field? What happened to that home field advantage? And all the greatness. Oh, it's so hard to play in Buffalo. Okay. Apparently not. Not for the not for the Denver Broncos. So I've got peasant Looney Tunes and serendipity. And yeah. we will combine all of these things together. And we are going to make a bug on the rug. They couldn't even hand the ball off the Buffalo Bills in this game at points. It was that bad. So we start, you're playing the blame game, and who gets to wear the shame bell? You start with Josh Allen. Is it fair or unfair to say Josh Allen is failing as a franchise quarterback? That's fair. He's supposed to be the franchise guy. Is he playing like the franchise quarterback right now? No. Anybody with common sense would say that he's not playing as the franchise quarterback. So we start with him. Now, we tried to point some of this stuff out earlier in the year, the mistakes. Of course, the Bills Mafia and some of the guys that call the show are part of Bills Mafia. They wear earmuffs, and when they're not wearing earmuffs, they work for the Buffalo Bills PR department. In fact, they champion Josh Allen more than the actual Bills PR people who are paid to do it. Uh, but man, oh man, they just sit there and sing, na 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 na, I'm not listening, na 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 na. That's how they sound. So you look at this, and we've played 10 games. Is that a fair amount of time to judge? Fair amount of time. We do the show today. We don't do the show at the end of the year. We do the show today. And today, as we break apart the Buffalo Bills, 10 games in, 
The Bills are five and five is their record. Five and five. That's the record. That's it. Is that good? No. Is that bad? Yes. Yes, when you have the expectations the Buffalo Bills have, and Josh Allen, who has been paid like a king, has performed like a mere peasant in so many of these games, 27 years old. He's not washed up by any means. He's just playing like he's washed up. And I know the usual excuses will pop up. It's not his fault. It's the coaching. It's the offensive line. It's this It's this guy. It's that guy. It's one guy or another. There's never the quarterback's fault. We, we live in the age of no accountability. If the New York Jets are defending Zach Wilson, of course the Buffalo Bills are going to defend Josh Allen, but he's been guilty of malfeasance at the quarterback position on a regular basis. And so he's paid a lot. He's playing like a peasant right now, and that's the way it is. Now, is he the only reason the Bills are losing? No, he's not the only reason, but he is the central figure in bad football. Ten games in, you know how many clean games Josh Allen has had? Two! Two! Eight dirty ones! Two clean ones! Turnovers in eight of the ten games. Eight of the ten games he's turned the ball over in. And overall, 18 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions, and four fumbles now for Josh Allen. And he is headed down the expressway. Off-ramp, stumble bum. Uh, That's where he's headed. Uh, And the Bills are all in. So if he doesn't play better, then you fire the coach, right? That's usually how this works. Now, true or false? We turn the page. True or false? In every practical sense, the Buffalo Bills of 2023 are now out of the playoffs, that this loss eliminates them from serious consideration for the postseason. And the arrow points to true. That is the gospel that the Buffalo Bills turn at the last. The party's over. Buffalo, not a playoff team. They are getting ready for the NFL draft in late April. Not a playoff team. They're not. And it is absolutely true. Now, we we heard a rumor, and I can't confirm this. It's an internet rumor that the Buffalo Bills team bus, they all got off the team bus. They walked under a ladder as a team. So they walked under a ladder, and then a Looney Tunes character, Sylvester the Black Cat, uh, was right there, crossed their path, and then after that, somehow they broke a mirror. All those things happened to the mighty Buffalo Bills, the epitome of a mid-franchise. And you take all the hype and you put that on one side and then you take the results on the other and you peel back the onion and you want to cry when you peel back the onion. Josh Allen is trash. Uh, The defense is not wonderful. uh, Sean McDermott has done a piss-poor coaching job there's too many men on the field. The field goal attempted. Wait, yeah. what? How do you do that? It's basic math. How is that an issue? It's not week one. You say, well, we didn't have training camp. No, no, no. It's week 10. Too many men on the field. Just a mistake-filled, sloppy team with all the turnovers and all that and practicing strategic incompetence. And McDermott is squarely on the hot seat. 
100%. I don't care what kind of extension he got, and he's locked in, and the Bills' ownership loves him. No, no, no. This is the Goldilocks zone of the Buffalo Bills, the, the, these years, and they are being wasted. Right? They're being wasted. They don't even make the playoffs this year, the Buffalo Bills. If you don't make the playoffs and your expectation is Super Bowl or bust, do you keep the coach? I'm asking for a friend. Do you keep the coach? Because oh. in the dimension I'm living in, this side of reality, you don't keep the coach. McDermott is McGon as coach in Buffalo. And even if they were to make the playoffs somehow by an act of God, and I have them eliminated on my big board. They're eliminated. Still. What, are they going to lose on wild card weekend? Buffalo has the same record. You are what your record says you are. They have the same record as the Raiders and Colts. Now, what do the Raiders and Colts have in common? They both are playing backup quarterbacks. The Raiders fired their coach a couple weeks ago. That's where you are. Those are your contemporaries. You're not on the same level with Kansas City. You're not, okay? You can pretend you are. You're not. You're not a playoff team. That's, That's the reality. Last word here. So we head over to the winner's side, and many people now will raise up Sean Payton and the Broncos. They have now won three games in a row, and Denver is out of the abyss. They have traveled away from Dante's Inferno, which is where they were when they played the Miami Dolphins. He gave up a 70-burger, which, as we pointed out at the time, and as our belief, the reason they gave up 70 points is because they quit. You don't give up 70 points if you're trying. They quit. But they're not quitting right now, and so let's address the Komodo dragon in the room. How has Sean Payton been able to navigate the rough waters for the Broncos and get them back into at least a competitive state? So the easy answer would be Elmer's glue, that this is a spit and glue job with a little duct tape and scotch tape, and you put that all together. But... They're still making plenty of mistakes. It it gets covered up because of the fresh aroma of a victory. But the Broncos actually had twice as many penalties as the Bills did in this game. But the reality of what's going on in Denver, it is serendipity. And as many have pointed out, wise beyond my years, people who are older than me that have taught me over the years, that, uh, and I bring this up all the time, I brought it up here earlier, most games are lost, they're not won. And the Denver Broncos have been in the right place at the right time. Let me make my pitch. Uh, week 7, Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love's got the football to drive down, win the game for the Packers. He ain't Aaron Rodgers. He's not Brett Favre. He goofed up. He screwed up. Packers lose that game. Broncos get the win. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got the creeping crud. Doesn't play well. And the Chiefs are able to lose that game to the, uh, the Broncos. So they lose that. That was in week eight. Week nine, Broncos didn't lose because there was a bye week. And here in week 10, Josh Allen on a room service delivery cart says, here you go, boys. Uh, We like you. I like those Rocky Mountain oysters. Enjoy the win. And so uh, there you go. I did have a hot take epiphany I would like to share with the class. Watching that final throw by Russell Wilson that set up the field goal where he clearly has a fettuccine Alfredo arm and is unable to throw the football where it needs to go, is that not the most lethal weapon that you can have? It's as fearsome like a barracuda, as lethal as an anaconda, that the underthrow is the the most amazing play in football because defensive backs 100% of the time bite on the underthrow. 
And the guy for Buffalo did. He had to, right? He ran back, and uh, the, the play was – the ball should have gone over his head, the defensive back for the Bills. The receiver comes back to fight for the football, and the defensive back gets stuck in the middle, and then you get a pass interference call. And normally that's a 25, 30-yard chunk play. And in this case, it set up the game-winning field goal, which the Denver Broncos were able to get two takes at it because the Buffalo Bills don't know basic math how many players are on the field. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is not a Jaguar. It is a Haywire. What happened? 
to one of the darling young quarterbacks in the NFL. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we hang out, blathering, and we know it's the craziest trap you'll ever see, the audio trap, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond, on the vast and blisteringly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the cosmos as we hang out on a little blue marble spinning around the Milky Way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from football, but not, not a stunner. From Monday Night Football, the Bills have favored heavily at home against the Broncos and Denver on a mulligan field goal after too many men were on the field. They get a last chance. Last second field goal is good, and the Broncos have exterminated the Buffalo Bills. And if you're keeping track at home, we have so far had zero feedback from Bills Mafia other than Inca Terror. Inca Terror did send a message, but other than that, Bupkis in terms of the regular Bills Mafia people that call the show. But with that being said, we head to Jacksonville, another lopsided game over the weekend. The Jags were trucked by the 49ers in a game that was highly anticipated that was over early in the second half, a lopsided game. But it's a story that still has legs. And the reason it still has legs, if you've not been following along, and maybe not, Richard Sherman, who is a proprietor of the hot take these days, the mouth of the Legion of Boom back in the day, recently unloaded. He just annihilated, went scorched earth on Trevor Lawrence, failing to live up to the hype that he was given coming out of college. And when he was a rookie in the NFL, how the expectations were amazing and how he has not lived up to said expectations. He said uh, the following quote is said, uh, here's a quote from Richard Sherman. So when I make an assessment that Trevor Lawrence hasn't been the generational talent he was billed to be coming out of Clemson, Jags fans were up in arms, Sherman moaned. He says the tape doesn't lie. The team has won because the defense has gotten turnovers. At this point, Trevor Lawrence has more turnovers than touchdowns on the season. Despite that, his team has been winning he has all the talent in the world. However, he has not showcased, not been showcased consistently. So not been showcased consistently, the money quote. So let us discuss the question. Richard Sherman, the quote we just gave you, Richard Sherman saying that Trevor Lawrence has not been a generational talent. Is that inbounds or out of bounds? And there's no need to go to instant replay. That is Inbounds, fair ball, inbounds. Yeah. I've got Peeping Tom, Eulogy, and Pokemon. And we will combine all of these things together, and we're going to make a cheesy reality TV show, which if the quarterback in Jacksonville keeps playing like this, he should be on a cheesy reality TV show. So, number one. Number one. Number one. 
let's set the record straight. If you followed this show, if you watch me on the TV show, Benny versus the Penny on regional cable television every weekend, all football season long, you know that I am on the choo-choo train with Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. I am. But here's the issue. He has not been a generational talent. Like, and both these things can be true simultaneously where I am on the Jags choo-choo train of hype and Trevor Lawrence has not been the man. He's had stretches where he's been the man, but not consistently. And those that are saying it's unfair because he was given the hex at Clemson when he was coming out of college, the curse of high expectations. The reality is this. Trevor Lawrence has been what we call a peeping Tom quarterback. You're probably asking, what is a peeping Tom quarterback? A peeping Tom quarterback is one that only shows flashes. They'll flash greatness, but they will not consistently perform at a high level. The expectation was this is the next Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, somewhere on that level. He has not, Trevor Lawrence, been that guy. He has not. Occasionally, he'll have a game where he plays Peek-a-boo! And he looks really good. And people get all excited, and they're like, here we go, here we go, and then it turns out, no. And so that is what separation. Here we go! It's what separates the the wheat from the shaft, right? I mean, that's the situation. Trevor Lawrence has nine touchdowns, six interceptions. He's fumbled the ball seven times. Butterfingers ought to be his sponsor. Butterfingers. All right, now. Turn to the page. Headline from Gotham, we go, well, just outside Gotham in Jersey, where Robert Sala is not just doubling down. He is tripling down, 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 with Zach Wilson love. Another game where the Jets fail to get in the end zone. Another game where Zach Wilson makes the big mistake. And another game where after the game, his head coach gets his knee pads on to take care of Zach Wilson, make sure he's all right. It's wild. It is absolutely wild. Based on what the coach of the Jets said, Robert Sala, two reporters, uh, he's made it pretty clear here that he is not going to change quarterback. He is not going to change offensive coordinator. None of that's going to happen. In fact, the quote he gave, he said, quote, this is Robert Sala, coach of the Jets. He said, it is hard to make changes just to make changes, just to pacify something especially when something is not deserving. If he was deserving of it, I got you. Let's change something, close quote. So here we are again. How do you dissect parsing the words of Robert Sala, coach of the Jets, saying saying here that he will not bench Zach Wilson to pacify the naysayers of the Jets? So Robert Sala, after a minutes-long contemplation of the situation with the Jets, Robert Sala picked the wrong hill to plant a flag, and it's Zach Wilson Mountain. It's not a very big mountain. It's not a piece of valuable real estate. Some would say it's a volcano, and it's about to explode. There she blows. There she blows. Wowzers. Robert Sala writing his own coaching eulogy. He is. He's going to die on Zach Wilson Mountain. But God forbid we we make the naysayers correct and we get rid of Zach Wilson. You're writing your own eulogy, you dumb dumb, and you don't even realize it. The kid can't play. The guy sucks. 
How many performances does he have to have? And I, I'm not even a Jets fan. But it's ridiculous. It's patently absurd what has gone on. And the fact that Robert Sala, chief dum-dum, is out there every week making excuses. Now, last week, he got caught in a trap, and he said, I, I take the fifth. This week, he's back planting his flag on Zach Wilson Mountain. Not a place you want to be. Not a place you want to be. All right, final point. Headline from Sin City, Lost Wages, Nevada, where the Raiders are the toast of the NFL beating up a couple of nobodies, pathetic franchises, the Jets and Giants. But Antonio Pierce, something he said following the game with the Jets has been hotly debated. What did he say? Uh, Now, if you didn't see this following the win, it's possible you missed it. Uh, Antonio Pierce gave a very direct, very blunt response about his usage of Devontae Adams uh, and, and, and making sure that that is a point of emphasis for the Raiders, that the football gets in Devontae hand, Adams' hands and they want to get him involved early and often and all that stuff. And the wise guys who follow the NFL said, Oh, he did it! He did it! He did it! Antonio Pierce did it! That he trolled. He trolled the guy that he replaced in Josh McDaniels. And when he said, here's the quote, when you've got one of the best receivers in the game, I'm not stupid, Antonio Pierce declared. I know who to get the ball to. Now, that quote has been put into the megaphone, mega, 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 megaphone. And some pundits pointing out that that is bad decorum. That's bad decorum for Antonio Pierce. So let us discuss, is Antonio Pierce... Is Antonio Pierce messing with the football gods? Just like that. By trolling Josh McDaniels. The answer is no. Okay. And anyone that thinks that has something shoved up their keister. Okay. This is not messing with the football gods. What Antonio Pierce is doing is playing Pokemon. He's poking the fired coach. Uh, He's playing Pokemon. Pokey pokey the coach uh, is what he's doing. And I'm fine with it. And Josh McDummy, it's fair game. And I'll tell you what, right now, if Josh McDaniels had thrown the ball more often and made it a point of emphasis to throw the ball to his star receiver, he'd likely still be coaching in the NFL. He would not have been fired before the 10-week mark of the season, but McDummy couldn't do it, and so he went away. And it's not messing with karma. There's no karma involved in this. Now, regardless... Things are about to get real. I'm going to guarantee you what's going to happen. Now, I don't believe karma's involved with this at all for the Raiders and Antonio Pierce. But the the Raiders have had a nice, soft launch. It's kind of like when you've opened up a restaurant for lunch and you're a sandwich shop, and the first day you're open, there's three people that come into the sandwich shop. Everyone gets their sandwich perfectly made, the right toppings, everything's perfect. And then after that, like two days later, you then have a rush of 500 people that come into your sandwich shop. Suddenly... You don't have the ability to complete the orders properly, and some people are missing items, and they're complaining, and they're grumbling, and all that. And so that becomes an issue. And the Raiders are about to play real NFL opponents, starting with the Miami Dolphins upcoming, and they're likely to lose a bunch of these games. And then I will guarantee you the column's already been written. If it hadn't been for Antonio Pierce goofing on Josh McDaniels, the Raiders would have won this game. 
video at 11. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, You may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubalu. With the Falcons' loss to the previously 1-8 Cardinals on Sunday, there is speculation that Arthur Smith is firmly on the hot seat. Ben, do you think he goes midseason? I do not believe they will fire him midseason, but every week Arthur Smith is closer and closer to the doomsday clock ticking and, and back working for his pops at FedEx and all that. But the, the Saints don't play a good team the rest of the year. They play the Saints, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, and Bears. That There's not a good team that's on that schedule. Uh, but losing to Joshua Dobbs, who had, didn't even know his teammates' names, and then following that up by losing to Alligator Arms Murray, a team trying to tank and a quarterback that hadn't played in 11 months – that is a fireable offense. It's demoralizing. Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback, but I'll be the first. I want to be the first to start the rumor. Deion Sanders, prime, coach prime to Atlanta. But they got to fire Arthur Smith. They will not do that until after the season. He will be relieved of his duties. Next. The Celtics blew out the Raptors on Saturday, and a lot of the Raptors players were upset with Joe Missoula after the game. Uh, Missoula challenged a play with less than four minutes left in the game and his team up 27 points. Uh, Dennis Schroeder called it disrespect. Was it, Ben? Well, Joe Missoula, it's like a five-pound breakfast burrito. It's hard to deal with, right? Joe Missoula is hard to deal with. He's he's a hard-o guy. He's a different cat, Missoula. We saw that in the playoffs last year. He does not follow the traditional orthodoxy of the NBA when he was letting him play, let him play Joe Missoula while the Celtics were futzing around at the end of playoff games and all that. But the typical decorum is not there, and I am on the side of the Toronto Raptors. Right, The game's already decided. What are you doing? Okay, what are you you trying to the flex to say how oh, you're into it and all that? No, you play the game out. That's it. These NBA guys wish they had a running clock at the end of these games when they're blowouts. It is. Uh, I've been to I've been to many of these over the years, and they don't want anything to do with it. Uh, Joe Mazzulla will be fine until the playoffs start. That's when he will be judged again. The Celtics have a loaded roster, and will they get to the NBA Finals? Developing hot. Dot dot dot. Next. It's been reported that the Angels have. Strong interest in former White Sox star Tim Anderson. Oh, oh that's nice. Mm-hmm. Strong interest, yeah. Yeah, Ben, do you think a, a change in scenery could reignite Anderson, who sucked last year, or was uh, was last season a harbinger of uh, things to come? Well, I would say a trip to a pharmacy in Tijuana could reignite uh, Anderson, uh, Tim Anderson, but uh, he is, what do we always say? He's a falling star. Don't let a falling star fall on you. He's 30 years old. Well, you're still in your prime, but... His numbers have gone down the last three years. His power numbers have gone down the last four years. So there's all kinds of red flags here. Plus, the guy compared himself to Jackie Robinson. Then when people said, hey, you're Jackie Robinson, he got offended. So the guy's a douchebag. I wouldn't want him on my team. But how'd we do, Koopaloop? You pass this edition. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Another win. The all-time wins king on Mallard of the third degree. More wins than anybody, dadgummit. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And it is time for Mallers Mountain of Money. Every week at about this time we play the game. Let's welcome in our contestants. Let's see, who do we have? We've got Uncle Mo, who's in Brooklyn. Hello, Uncle Mo. Good morning, Ben. Hey, Eddie, what's up? What's up, Uncle Mo? Sorry about your Jets. Oh, my gosh. The regular season. We're, 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 this is a regular year. We're in regular territory. Remember all that exciting? You did win the offseason, though. Uncle Mo, you have that championship, the Aaron Rodgers offseason championship, so I hope you celebrated. I won't win it again next year. Did you have a good time in the suite, at least? Oh, it was a great time. It was a great time. You're in a suite. You're an elitist, Uncle Mo, hanging out in a suite, huh? It's not not what you have until you know. Oh, all right. How much free food did you eat in the suite? Oh, too much. Too much. I got you. Eh, you got to live life, right, Mo? You got to enjoy but life. But Ben, just know I'm 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 toward serious Sean territory right now. Oh no, really? <laughs> okay, all right. Wow, you riding a train back through the desert like serious Sean? <laughs> no, 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 not not that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, hold on a sec. Uh, we have Nick in Montana. I believe he's if he's still there, he's going to play. Hello, Nick. Hey, what's up, Ben? Nick, you ready to do this? Oh, yes, sir. Good goodness. I just got to say, I'm a huge fan. Oh, God bless you. All right, very nice. All right, well, we'll play the game. Hold on a second. Let's go back to Mo. Mo, who would you like to partner up with? I think I already know the answer. I'm going to go with Eddie. Wow, this is pathetic. I mean, this is embarrassing. It's my guy, Uncle Mo. So, I mean, Mo, what, did he buy you a beer or something, Mo, or a hot dog or something? Well, he waited in the bowels of MetLife Stadium for 10 minutes while I went to a place I've never been before, so. No. I allegedly have been at that stadium 10 times, and I still couldn't find my way to him. Gotcha. All right, hold on a sec, and uh, let's go back to Nick. Nick, who do you want to partner up with? You got me, Ben, Iowa, Sam, or Kubaloo? I have to take Ben. I have to take that Ben. damn right. I, I, but no, I, I, no disrespect. No disrespect. I love no, both no. y'all. And, and let me tell you something, Nick. We're going to slay the dragon here, okay, is what we're going to do with Uncle Mo. He's going down. He's a... He picked Uncle Mo picked the wrong team. Uncle Mo, he's gonna have to lose. All right, hold on. What are the categories here, Coop? Let's get that out of the way so I'm we so get back. Who, who do we get on our team? Who do we get on our team? Oh, that's a bad sign. That's a bad <laughs> sign, Nick. That's a bad sign. So we play the game, Nick, and then I'll uh, give you clues. You have to say who the person is when we get to. He the board. said he's heard the game before. He knows how it oh, works. I sounded like he didn't say. That. Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm sorry. I thought was it just two teams? Oh, my bad. You sure he knows the game, Coop? Because it certainly doesn't sound like <laughs> no, it on my end. He does Coop, not. Right? He does not. All right, gentlemen. Uh, this is Mallor's. This is Mallor's Mountain of Money, the Justin Cooper edition. Wow. He turns thirty-five years old oh, later this week. So Happy old, birthday, Coop. Coop. Thirty-five. Thank you. My God. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the category. Thank you. The categories are as follows. We've got Full House, The Boys Are Back, Liar Liar, and The Magnificent Seven. Uh, Uncle Mo, which category would you like? Liar, liar, of course. All right. A oh, very name dropper of you, Coop, to put yourself as the category of the, uh, the <laughs> name here. Uh, go ahead, uh, Nick. Which category do you want? Give me liar, liar. 
<laughs> well, it should be pretty easy after me and Mo give all the answers. Out. Uh, Nick, unfortunately, uh, as much as I would love to both do the same category, uh, you have to pick one of the other categories that our friend oh, Coop there oh, oh my bad. dropped. Yes. Do you want Full House, The Boys Are Back, or The Magnificent Seven? Boys Are Back. All right. The boys are back. Okay. The boys are back. That's great. Everyone, don't hang up. Do not hang up. All right. You're winning this shit. Well, you can't. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? Are we going to let him play? All right. You can't say that, Nick. I mean, I think we should be able to say that, but you can't say that. Anyway, uh, we, we will have Mallers Mountain of Money, assuming Nick keeps his mouth clean. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And we get right to the game. It is Maller's Mount of Money, the Koopa Loop edition. It's his birthday this week. He turns 35, so he's written the categories for himself. Now, I'm telling the the guys in the bullpen, you want to stay in the bullpen. We might have to go to the bullpen, so I'm just I make sure the guys are in the bullpen, ready to you know just be waiting there in the bullpen. We might go to the pen, but we'll start. Eddie, I think you were up first. Yes, you picked liar, liar with your bestie. Boy, that's a little creepy, Uncle Mo. There, nothing creepy about it at all. Uh, a, little, a little creepy. Nope. The weird factor. Ben is so butthurt that Uncle Mo doesn't pick him every no, time. No, anymore. no, 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 no. I'm over it. I'm done with Uncle He's Mo. Jealous. Yeah, Uncle Mo's dead to me. That's now. fine. I'd rather have Poppy as my teammate. Oh, anyway. That, wow. All right. Uh, let's Insulting. get the party started here, please. Um. All right, uh, Mo and Eddie, your category is liar, liar. These sports figures have been known to fib. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Or this down. What's okay. that? How did you narrow this list down? <laughs> uh, 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Uh, greatest golfer. Nickname is uh, Jungle Tiger Jack, Woods. Uh, head coach at Alabama for football. Nick Saban. All-time hit king for the Reds. Pete Rose. Uh, American Tour de France winner. Doping. Cancer. Um, Lance Armstrong. Uh, former big league slugger. He wagged his finger at Congress that I did not do steroids. Uh, Texas. Rafael Palmero. Yes. Uh, Notre Dame linebacker who got catfished. Manti Teo. Uh, current owner of the Indianapolis Colts. Jim Irsa. Boom. Oh, no, that's, that's wrong. Uh, that's that's wrong. wrong. Oh. Actually, I think he's right. You're wrong, you're wrong, wrong. actually, Coop. Uh, Talking about. Well, okay, fine. We'll get the right name. Uh, okay. Previous owner of the Colts. I guess yeah. his, his father then, I guess? Mm. Oh, you did not get the 100.1. Oh. What's his father's name? Robert He's the one that lied and said he wasn't moving the team. And then they took the Mayflower movie That's that's on me, Mo. That's on me. Uh, Boy, Eddie, uh, see what happens, Mo? You pick your friends carefully, Mo. You picked a bad friend there. Good luck getting 240 points. Bad friend. Bad friend. Which category are we doing here? Hold on a second. They put let's put here Nick on. Nick is in. All right, Montana. Nick and Eddie, or Nick and Ben, you guys have the boys are back. Uh, these athletes left and came back to their original teams. Forty. I, like I, to, I should leave this up to Ben. Forty. Th- yeah, that's this, your partner. Yeah, no, well. you you have to answer. Do you do you, do you not want to play, Nick? We have people that want to play. No, that... I do. I do. I do. I do. I, right. I do. I just. All right. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Begin. All right. Uh, star with the Lakers. He went to Miami and Cleveland. Now he's with the Lakers. That's you, Nick. 
Go. Uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, LeBron James. All right. A catcher for the 1986 Mets. All right, Nick, you're done. Thank you. Get out of here. Go away. You're done. Uh, Rob in Boston. Rob, you want in on this, Rob? I'm in. Let's catcher, go. 1986 Mets catcher. Mike Piazza. No! 86. <laughs> Heisman winner from Michigan. He uh, defensive back kick returner. Mm. Oh, my God. Gary Carter. Wrong. I got screwed. Wrong. <laughs> well, you did. Right, well, I'm the one that got yeah, screwed. You got 10 points. Montana. I mean, my God. You got he 10 points. He so... didn't know LeBron James for 10 minutes. My God. <laughs> Rob, Rob and Ben, you are back up. Rob, would you like Full House <laughs> so or stupid. The Magnificent Seven? Let's go Full House. Full House. All right. Uh, these athletes have lots of children. Four, all right. You ready? 45 here? seconds on the clock. Begin. All right. Uh, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in the 1980s. Dan Marino. Yes. Uh, linebacker. Where's the white suit? Where's the white suit for the Ravens in the early 2000s? Uh, Terrell Suggs? No. Uh, greatest boxer of all time. He changed his name in the middle of his career. Muhammad Ch- Ali. Yes. Uh, Al, uh, great slugger. MVP for the old Anaheim Angels. Played with the Montreal Expos. Outfielder. Cannon for an arm. Yes. Uh, linebacker for the Chiefs. He died at a young age. He has the single-game sack record in the NFL for the Kansas City Chiefs. How about the, the Rain Man for the Supersonics? <laughs> All right. Terrible done? clues by Ben. There. Well, really, the problem here is Coop is bad at screening these people. He doesn't ask them if they know how to play the game. And Let's then see, I, I get stuck with a guy like I, Nick in Montana because Coop doesn't do Rob, his job Rob, and Rob, screen the people Rob, how to play. When I answered your call, what did I say? What did I ask you? You said, do I know how to play the game? Yeah. <laughs> well, and Nick, Nick didn't know how to play the game. Did you I question whether he knew this, how to play I, the game? Yes, I asked he him He didn't too. know LeBron James. He didn't know LeBron James. All right, let's run it up, Mo. Let's run it up. LeBron freaking James. Let's go. All right, uh, your category is the Magnificent Seven. These athletes all wore number seven. 45 seconds begin. Uh, Broncos quarterback. John Elway. Steelers quarterback. Um, Ben Ray, Roethlisberger. Uh, NBA player with the Celtics, not Jason Tatum, the other guy. Jalen Brown. Uh, The Saints multi-purpose player, quarterback, running back, receiver. Uh, Hall of Fame catcher, Pudge, Rangers, Marlins. Yvonne Rodriguez. Uh, part of the malice at the Palace with the Pacers, his last name the same as Shaq. Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, Dodgers catcher in the 80s who shared time with Mike Sosha. Last name oh. same as a famous test pilot. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh. Mo, see, you hang out with Eddie, you don't get yeah. it right. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. He, t- he got stupid pills from uh, Eddie, apparently, man. He's, he's actually related to that uh, test Yeager. pilot. Is yeah. he really? Yes. Ouch. Steve Yeager was the well, catcher. The Malin Militia pointing out Chuck that the, uh, Eddie is now cheating by using Coop to put dumb people on the game, knowing that Uncle Mo yeah. would was, pick it, Eddie it, it and he nice put Nick in Montana. One more thing, bring back that NHL puck him. Nah, yeah. No, because of, because of what you just did, never again. We will never have the Puckham again. It is over. What a dominant no team. No NHL Uncle Puckham. Mo and Eddie. There's a better chance that Poppy comes back to the show than the NHL Puckham. Just punched Ben right in the never face. never coming back. That's it. 
to think that we're going to yeah, call you. We're going to call you Altuve that Harbaugh now. The saddest part was how Al- you just Altuve quit. Altuve Harbaugh. The saddest part was how you just quit. You didn't even try. I think the saddest part would be how you and Cooper in cahoots here. <laughs> yeah, you hear the ring for Ray Lewis, the, the white, yeah, white, white suit. suit not yeah, Hall yeah, of Fame linebacker for the Ravens. White suit. He's no, white he, suit. he was part of a murder. He got away with it. Where's the white suit, Ray? Everyone knows that. No, That's not everybody the famous knows that. story. Your casual sports fan does not the know that. The man was Ray part Lewis of a murder and was allowed to play yeah. in the yeah, NFL. They, they covered that up. Nobody knows that. No, everyone, and people that know, know. And Eddie, by the way, that's it. Uncle Terrible Mo, clues. you're dead to me, Uncle Mo. You're dead to me. Bye-bye, Uncle Mo. Bye, Uncle Mo. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 